Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Open Mic with the MVP Marco. I am, of course, I have, am, of course, I can't even talk tonight. <laughs> of course, you're uh, your host, the MVP Marco. Um, you're probably sick of hearing me. Uh, I've been going for like the past, I, I, I usually don't do these shows every week, but I've just been on a roll just trying to get as many people as I can on the show. So, um, Doing uh doing old Sheena a favor and uh and Seth and and Jordan since we don't record the Chick Fil A show every single week we really only record when there's like a big pay per view happening or a big uh, weekend in wrestling so we we like to do these filler shows so I'm trying to do my best to uh you know stack up some interviews and things like that so if you're sick of hearing me I'm sorry there's no Sheena there's no Seth there's no Jordan I know I know we all love them but you know you have to get used to hearing me. A lot more by myself. But anyway, um, since I'm speaking about uh, the Chick Foley show, uh, this show is brought to you by the Pod Foundation. Uh, the Pod Foundation is a, uh, a group of, uh, of, of like minded people um, in the wrestling world. We're uh, you know, podcasters, we're content creators. Um, we have a great crew of people. Some you may know, some you might not know. Um, the Chick Foley show, obviously, like I said before, um, that's Chick Foley, Sheena, Seth, and Jordan, and myself. Uh, we round out that crew. We also have the Extra Cooler Show. Uh, if you're familiar with Nick, uh, Nick is uh, doing pretty big things right now. He's like, you know, he's working with Matt Cardona on his gear and, you know, and all his merchandise and stuff um, on the jarring aspect. And he's on uh, All In. He actually um, designed FTR's gear for All In. Um, and you've, he designed some gear before that that they've sold on T-shirts and stuff. So Extra Cooler and his uh, and his friends, they do a show. They're a part of the network. Um Definitely, they'll be coming back pretty soon because um, he's a he's a teacher. Um, shoot, that's a shoot work. Um, he actually he's a teacher, so you know he had to change his schedule up a little bit. But his show will be back um, at some point. Um, we also have uh, coming down the aisle with J Bone. Um, he's a great guy. I mean, he's uh, on the sh- another show that I do um, on the uh, Turnbuckle Tavern, who I'll get to next. Uh, the Turnbuckle Tavern. They literally have a show every single day of the week. Um, there's nothing that they don't cover AEW, um, indie impact, um, and WWE, which I am on. I'm on the, uh, turnbuckle tavern feed as well. I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm the forbidden door of the, uh, pod foundation. I kind of hop around to different, uh, <laughs> to different shows and things like that. But, uh, yeah, on uh Thursday nights at eight o'clock on YouTube, on the turnbuckle tavern channel, we do a live show called the raw down where it's myself, J bone from coming down the aisle and young Anthony. And we, Cover the week in WWE because um, the the two bad chads, as we call them, they cover AEW, and uh, you know they needed us to cover WWE, so that's what we do. You can hear our our uh, stupid takes and horrible musings on on the product. So, but that rounds us out. Um, let's get to our our guest. So, uh, this person I've been trying to get a, for a while. Um, this person's always traveling. I was actually joking a little bit before. <laughs> um, but before we uh, got on and I started recording, but uh, yeah, as far as it travels a lot, and it's, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, you can tell this, she's very passionate um, in what, in what she does and, uh, and in wrestling, um, it's going to be focused on that more than anything. And I definitely want to, you know, talk about her travels and things. And, you know, she's, a, she's a, she's a big part of the uh, wrestling community. We'll say um, for me anyway, in my, in my own opinion, um, let's bring her on. That is uh heel Liz. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I always try I'm to 
I try to make like a I, I I I get everyone every time. I always try to you know do an intro that I deem fit. I don't write it down. I just kind of go off the top of the head on what I want to say. But uh, yeah, no, you're definitely um, you're definitely a big part of the wrestling community. Um, and it, you know, one of the things um, when I first started, you know, talking about doing the show was, you know, I was talking to Sheena Chick Foley um, about obviously it's you know I have to use her name. It's Chick Foley presents the open mic. So you know, one of the main things was like obviously I had the idea of you know interviewing people that you know I you know follow on Instagram or I follow on Twitter and you know. That I, you know, it's a lot of wrestling content and collectors and things oh, yeah. like that. But you know, everyone I find very interesting. Um, and in with her, with her anyway, obviously she being the female of the group, the only female in the group, and actually the whole Pod Foundation. Um, and her being like in the beginning stages of uh, of Instagram, like in around 2013, 2014, her being like one of those like startups um, for women in wrestling. Not only you know, uh, like giving her takes and things like that, but you know, you know. Um, putting over other accounts. Like I'll give an example, like the wrestling classic, we spoke about that. It was like her, the wrestling classic, um, extra cooler at the time. And a few others, they were like, you know, starting up their, you know, pages around 2014 and they all, you know, helped each other out and promoted each other. Um, and like I said, she was one of the first uh, women that I followed that actually, you know, really gave like her opinions on wrestling. And she wasn't just like, you know, just being like kind of like a pretty face in that sense. Like she was yeah. actually like, you know, po not posting pictures of herself all the time. Just, you know, posting a picture of like uh, something that happened the night before and giving her opinion on it and, and going to task <laughs> with people in the comment section, too, if uh, if they didn't like her uh, her commentary. But, yeah, I think uh, since since she started, there's been a huge boom uh, with women in wrestling. And, and uh, you're definitely one of those those ladies that have uh, taken shape. How do, do you see yourself like that or is that something that, you know you're hearing for the first time and you're like, oh, <laughs> now I actually think about it. Um, honestly, I am not used to it. Um, I do get, you know, a couple of people that send me messages and times like, Oh, you know, thank you for, you know, posting what you post and, you know, your content. And I'm just, to me, I'm just like, I don't, I don't see it as content. I know mm -hmm. it's considered content, but yeah. I don't see it as content. You know, for me, I'm just like, I just happen to be at the right place at the right time doing what I love. Like I'm just filming yeah. what it is. Like I, I haven't, Opening my wrestling page was uh, something that I kind of thought about for a, a cool minute, but yeah. it's following like people like them that encouraged me to want to do it. I mean, like, oh, you know what? Like there's real wrestling fans out there. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't have to because I had a personal page where I feel like I was kind of pushing a lot of wrestling and to people that weren't interested in, you yeah. know, uh, watching or seeing what was going on. Like it was people that, you know, I went to school with and stuff like that. So not everybody watched wrestling, at least not as much as I did. <laughs> so, um, but then I started slowly seeing that wrestling side of Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, like these people are, you know, are posting what they love. They're posting, you know, the people that they admire, things like that. I was like, and they legit know people that love this, like that yeah. they can have a conversation with about um, wrestling and what's going on with, you know, the current wrestling or even, you know, conversating on things in the past. So, um, you know, or what we're looking forward to the future. And I'm just like, I want to have friends. So for me, opening my thing and like when people approach me, this, I'm just like, I'm just doing it to gain friends that like wrestling. I'm just yeah. like, that, that's what it is. But again, it goes back to, you know, networking with people that are, you know, want to actually associate. There's a lot of people that are, are bad on here that, 
You know, they just mm -hmm. put down all your ideas and then yep. there's other people that encourage them, even though they don't agree with it. Yep. Like, okay, well, I see that point of view. It doesn't have to be mean. Um, so I think that's more of like what my page is about. Like, I just kind of want to showcase, you know, good, you know, positive vibes. Like you can mm -hmm. like wrestling and have different points of views. I was like, but still enjoy it. Like wrestling is amazing. I think we're in a great stage or years of wrestling. So but I yeah, yeah, I no. Went on topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely no. That's uh we actually, you know, I spoke to you know Justin, um, the wrestling classic about that on 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 the on the interview I did with him, and you know, we talked about how you know wrestling right now it's you know it's there's something for everybody. You don't have to you know force okay. your opinions or force your your likes on somebody else. Like there's literally if you if you're having if you're having problems finding a certain type of wrestling that you like, then I don't. I, we can't, I mean, we can't help you because this is literally like, you can find what you want. If you like deathmatch wrestling and, you know, you can watch your local stuff. We'll get to like, you know, kind of the shows that um, you attend and stuff like that. And that, that I've attended in person, um, you know, you have GCW, you have impact, you have new Japan, you have um, obviously AEW, WWE and all your local uh, uh, wrestling. Uh, like we, like in my area, I'm in Massachusetts. We have our chaotic wrestling is yeah. our, you know, our independent uh, wrestling and, you know, or in general, um, yeah, lucha libre, lucha libre is yep. different. Lucha libre, yeah. yep, yep, triple A, yeah. That's I, I think if you love if you love that type of wrestling, there there is that for you. Like so, I mean, there's no reason to complain, really. But obviously, you know, you, you live in that world. I live in that world. There's, <laughs> there's definitely uh, people that complain, and you know, well, I mean, while we're on the subject, what do you like? How do you feel about like when that 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 happens? Like you know, you know, especially like now like i said where there's a bunch of wrestling out there's really no you know reason to complain do you do you like get like the you know the tribalism and the you know you shouldn't watch this because you know this is awful and, and vice versa that type of stuff do you do you fall into that or do you get into that honestly honestly i don't only because i enjoy all wrestling like all wrestling is great i mean at the end of the day these guys are you know putting themselves and their bodies like you know up there so i respect that I was like, I mean, could we say they're all great? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you yeah. know, but there's, you know, things for everybody, like you said, like there's some things that you just can't do at a kid's show, mm -hmm. um, you know, so you're a little bit more mild and more like trying to make it more fun and things yep. like that. And some people don't like that. They're like, well, they look down upon comedy wrestling or, you know, something that's more for legit children, um, you know, for entertainment. And there's some that are, deathmatch shows you know mm -hmm. like or it's just hardcore where if you have your kid you're kind of like why you got your kid in here yeah, um, yeah, i mean all to you however you want to pair it you know but um you know you'll get some eyes rolls and you know stuff like that because yeah. you know there's glass and crazy chaotic stuff going on but not a lot of people like deathmatch uh a lot of people i come to realize in the wrestling community people stand 50 50 when it comes to death matches mm, yep. um you know so it's like it's a really hard topic for some people um because some people agree with it and some people strongly don't agree with it i yeah. personally um i'm a huge i grew up just loving horror movies and like mm, just okay. I, all so i'm cool with seeing like i watched saw as i was like you know growing as a they were all coming out and I'm just like, I mean, it's horrible, but I'm just like, oh, yeah. this movie's like <laughs> insane. But I mean, come on, like, you know, I like it. I'm not gonna, like, I don't look away. I mean, who knows now with this new one coming out. Uh, but 
you know, deathmatch shows, like some people just can't stand seeing, you know, even like a small, you know, thumbtack going into someone's elbow. Yeah. Like, you know, as they're going down, like they'll look, you know, they'll look away because, you know, some people kind of tend to feel that pain or whatever yeah. it is. Or some people just feel uncomfortable with it, but that's okay. I'm like, but it's not for everybody. I mean, if you try, you don't like it. Cool. You know, but don't talk down on anybody who that's what the one thing I don't like. If you don't like it, Mm-hmm. move on scroll keep going like yeah. you know so people tend to like go in there and like talk bad about like if you don't like it cool i don't i why do i have to spend my time commenting on something that i don't like so that somebody can go in there and comment so that i can go back to the what i don't like like that makes no sense yeah yeah no <laughs> like, exactly like just scroll your algorithm will fix to whatever you do like if you like stuff but um, I think just when it comes to, I'm very open-minded with wrestling. Um, I enjoy all types of wrestling, no matter how crazy or how fun it is. Um, I don't know. I just, I think all wrestling is great. It takes, uh, you know, people, it takes, you know, time to develop even a small character, um, you know, that pe- kids can enjoy. I was like, mm-hmm. or building up something super hardcore where you're like, oh my God, like this person's going to show up to this show is going to get crazy. Nick Gage, yeah. you know, for example, like, you yeah. know, when mm-hmm. he shows up, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Just like, yeah. you know, t- trying to develop that, that takes time and it takes patience and it takes true talent for you to bring out a certain character no matter what platform you have yeah yeah definitely oh that's 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 a like a perfect answer especially with like you know well with deathmatch you know death matches and specifically when they're done right um they're definitely something to watch i mean you know there's been tons of classic you know types of uh you know hardcore well you know death matches and those types of things if you go back you know 95 the uh the deathmatch tournament with uh mick foley and you know, Terry Funk in the main event. Um, I actually have the DVD of that. And that's like, you know, barbed wire, uh, landmines, uh, literally everything you can think of. Everything you're seeing now was yeah. has been done already. So there's really no... I was like, I have no a barbed wire bat signed by Mick Foley. <laughs> I actually seen that video. Yeah, he, seen, uh, he, was, he was like, wow. He was like, you came prepared, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that like that, like he, like, you know, he, you have guys like that that are, you know, living legends that are, uh, you know, they've been through that. So they, and they, mm-hmm. and they can, and Vic Foley's that type of guy that can do, he can do any type of match if you want. He can oh, do a yeah. wrestling match. He can do a hardcore match. He can do just a type of brawl match. Like literally anything you put it, put him in, he could do it. He, I mean, he has a library to, you know, to, to show for it as well. I mean, and how was that experience? What did, how was meeting Vic Foley? Oh, he was amazing. He was so sweet. He was really nice. He was very nice about the whole barbed wire thing too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he noticed me before I went up. Um, uh, okay. So I was like, I felt like it took away a little bit from the people that were going up, um, uh, but it was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I was like, I, I came for this experience, <laughs> um, so, but, he, but he was great. He was very sweet. Um, got to talk to him for a little bit obviously there was still a, a long line and stuff and that was around the time that uh they were having to limit the amount of people that they could have in um yeah. so it was very uh coming of here and there but it was a great experience overall shout out to the wrestling guy store they always have amazing meet and greets that's where i got to make uh meet him um because my car got to be so up close to the door i didn't have to like 
be walking around with uh, <laughs> with a barbed wire because it's legit barbed wire. Uh, oh, okay, so, that's that's dangerous. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not trying to walk all over or all around with it. I don't want the cops called on me. I'm like, I just want this thing signed and into my cl- into my uh, office. So, um, so they made it very uh very uh easy for me to be able to do that and stuff and not wander around with it so yeah um they were super cool with me even i had to i did ask before even going in i was like is it okay if i can do it they had to check in with him first yeah um, of course so uh they they said that they were fine with it so they allowed me so i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know if he expected it to look like that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah by the time I got to the front I was the whole time I was like oh I hope like you know I make an impression because I also went with his shirt kind of like a little bit more of a cosplay-ish type of look um you know doing his uh the the plaid uh the plaid uh coat everything so I was like okay like I'm trying to stand out a little bit (laughs) um of course you know that is what I do and stuff like you know I make outfits out of these things Mm. so um yeah he ended up noticing like everything so it was super cool um he ended up you know, putting on uh, the mask and then he brought out Sokka. I asked for him, just like, can we bring out Sokka? Uh, so <laughs> it was great. He was very, he was very uh, sweet overall. Um, so it was a great experience. Did you, so did you make the bat yourself? Did you like, how did, how, how do you, how'd you get real barbed wire on a bat? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I had help. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you actually did it do myself. it. Yes. Oh, okay. It's actually, you know, a legit crafting, uh, project that I wanted to do I was like uh, I'm like this is the only way that this my idea was to well it is to eventually get in a glass casing um and then obviously get my little my picture with him and everything on there so it's you know oh but um yeah it's legit Home Depot stuff (laughs) just go in there get a roll uh (laughs) how long did how did did you like how long did it take to to do I would have been like like 20 I, I, minutes, 20, 30 okay. minutes. Yeah. It took some time, obviously, getting it wrapped. I didn't do it. Um uh, the person that was helping me did all the all of that. They had all the cuttings. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I it was looked just, pretty good. I was good. just wow. encouraging and yeah. I bought the supplies. So uh that was Okay. <laughs> you did your you did your part on it. Yeah. You, yes. you want to get all sliced up with that stuff. And you you would yeah. think like a guy like McFoley, like, you know, they would have to ask him exactly. if, if you could bring you like yeah, the amount of things he's seen and that, exactly. that he's been hit with, you think he'd be scared of a, uh, <laughs> a exactly. exactly. I was like, but out of respect, I was like, I gotta ask first. I'm like, I don't want to show up, and then he's gonna think I'm gonna jump him or something. I'm just kidding. He's like, I'm in LA. I don't know what to expect. I, that, that is true. You never. You might have some enemies out there. You might, you know, might have been someone he, uh, you know, a relative of someone he had a you know a yeah. feud with. In there, exactly. They take revenge on him. He, he and I'm just that, like, but, uh... I was like, my bad. I'm sorry. No, but I had to ask. Him, so, but um, yeah, it didn't. Uh, I'm a very. I'm more of a. There's particular looks that I've done that it's more of a. I do it myself type thing. Like there are yep. like DIYs and stuff like that. So I like to add my own, my own thing where I know you won't be able to find it elsewhere. Even though it's like an inspired look, you won't yeah. be able to find that product somewhere where. You know, so I like to do my little DIY stuff. So that's kind of where this came from. Um, okay. I did search on Amazon. I think they were doing, I think the only barbed wire bat was like a plastic one from uh, The Walking Dead or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is what a lot of people have used in a lot of the, his meet and greets that I have seen. Yep. 
Um, because I did wonder, and I was like, I wonder if I'm the only person. Like, I doubt I'm the only person. Mm. Um, I was like, but I would expect people to have done like you know maybe other uh weapons. Yeah. But a legit barbed wire, I've seen a couple <laughs> other people, but not yeah. too many have done it. Um, but that plastic, that plastic one, I did see a lot of people on social media um, using that one. Like, oh, that's the one I saw on Amazon, and I was like, yeah. but I was like, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, no. For like, for me to have it in my collection, I'm just like, uh, oh, I yeah. think I like, I like this one better. No, that's awesome having that. And uh, like, actually, let's kind of you know pivot to that you know like you said you 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 do like cosplay and stuff like that because i i interviewed um over the moon salt um if you're familiar with her, her. Yes. yes i interviewed her like on the like in the beginning uh she she might be she's early in the archives but yeah she was she was awesome when i interviewed her we we talked about like you know her process and how she you know how she creates everything and all that stuff and how like is it do you like how is how's your process like when you're when you're like you know the idea like from the idea to the actually to the actual execution of the uh of the outfit wow um it depends uh i genuinely i i start getting my ideas as they're posting so Mm -hmm. on instagram i mean uh, probably pretty sure some people use the save buttons um so i have my own folder where i have inspired looks that i look Mm. and that i see and i'm just like oh that'd be dope um and then once i start kind of getting an idea of what i want to do or if i'm like legit set on a look um then i start breaking it down to what i how i want it to look at least for myself um because i'm very particular on how i place things on myself um very i'm very nitpicky um mm-hmm. especially because i just love wearing t-shirts i'm a t-shirt person yeah uh so when it's something more <laughs> showy i'm very particular um so i start kind of breaking everything down and how i can adjust it to how i want it to look on myself okay. but i think that's like the biggest process of taking a look is just kind of like morphing it to something that i feel comfortable with um and then once i have that then it's a little bit easier to start dissecting each piece to like okay i'm willing to do this off scratch or i'm willing to purchase something that looks similar along these lines um but when it comes to like things that i legit have to sew and put together like this john cena dress um uh my room is a mess because you see all the little pieces (laughs) you see everything everywhere um i did a recent look with a diy jersey for the uh giants um my room was like it had fabric everywhere from the jersey (laughs) um i'm a very messy chaotic person um i have to have everything spread out um i have to have it like within eye like i need to be able to see it um so that way i can start kind of putting things together and then you know but it's a whole process Um, i think i was just mentally just me dissecting everything yeah uh, that is like very uh I think it's the most stressful part but when i like start putting it all together i'm just like oh my god yes it's starting to look what i was like envisioning and it just kind of just flows from there once i get that to that piece where i just feel like it's legit looking how i want it to look it yeah. just the the end is easy putting it on sometimes is easy uh, <laughs> but um yeah i think it's just the whole dissecting like the whole just that middle section of morphing it to my yeah likings is what takes the most time because 
I'm very, like I said, I'm very particular in how I want it to look on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I was, I was, as you were saying that, you said you like you have to have everything, you know, kind of like scattered. It's all like it's kind of like they call it like organized chaos. God, yes, you know that type of thing. <laughs> like one like, of those. <laughs> you know, you have it's it's you know it's it's all over the place, but in your mind, it's like you know. It's in order. It's organized, yeah. Like it's it where works. it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so what's your? Do you have like a favorite uh, um, uh, thing that you created, like an outfit or favorite like cosplay that you've done? I mean, that um, the John Cena one's pretty cool. Um, the John Cena one was legit. I I think the reason, well, the main reason why it's on there, I think I've said it before. Um, it's because it's the last time that me and John Cena were breathing in the same stadium together. Uh, (laughs) 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 That's the reason why it's on a mannequin aside from him being like the reason why I love wrestling. Um, but yeah, that's the reason why that's on there. Um, every stitching on there, I legit did by hand because I didn't have a sewing machine at that time. So I think like, that's one of my favorite pieces because it's just the most meaningful. I put a lot of work into it. Um, and like I said, is the last time me and him were breathing in the same stadium, which was in Las Vegas for <laughs> SummerSlam against Roman Reigns. Okay. Um, right. So it's been sitting there for a little minute. Uh, <laughs> but um, so far, that's the most meaningful piece. But um, I think I would say my favorite so far right now has been my Charlotte Flair look that I did for WrestleMania. Ah, that I, st- okay. I still have pinned on my uh Yep, on yep. my I Instagram. See, I see that as actually is uh, pretty impressive. The uh, yeah, the I, I always like uh, like even when I was speaking to over the moon salt, like just like the amount of work that goes into doing something like that, whether it be the you know, like the like the smallest outfit to like the biggest thing, it's like it's it's a, it takes a lot of time and stuff like that, especially you know in the dedication that that goes into it. Um, you definitely want it to look right. Um, when it's finished because if you do all that work and then it's like like you said it's oh my god it doesn't fit right or it just looks weird like that that process is like what the hell did i just yeah don't get me wrong it happened to me (laughs) once it happened to me once that it just went terribly wrong by the time i had to put it on for the show that i had to switch my whole outfit and i was so devastated and since then it's a reason why i have been the way i am with my stuff (laughs) <laughs> um, because of that, I'm just you live and you learn. You know, um, yeah. it's a it's a learn it's a learning process. If you don't fail, then how are you supposed to learn? Um, you know, or you know, continue progressing and stuff. So yep. um, that was back in 2018 when that happened to me. Okay. Um, I was trying to cosplay as Carmella for Royal Rumble, um, wow. and my outfit went terribly wrong. Um, that I was just like, I'm not wearing this. Um, <laughs> and then I just, luckily I had her t-shirt. So I just wore a t-shirt, threw a skirt on and threw some sneakers and I left. Um, oh, yeah. but that was, uh, it was very hard on me. Uh, because it, it hurt. I was just like, I was really, it was my first wrestling, uh, Royal Rumble. So I was just like, I really kind of wanted it to be meaningful. And like the fact that my outfit didn't go as flat. And I'm one of those. I'm <laughs> yeah. one of those. <laughs> as, you know, as much as I love wrestling, and like, I, I'm still like, you know, super, you know, I'm into my outfits. Yeah. Um, so um, I was very devastated. Um, so yeah, ever since then, it's the reason why I'm very particular with with my with my cosplays and stuff like that and even my office i put together for regular shows <laughs> yeah you know as like as you should be especially like you said it's a craft so you definitely want it to come out you know the best as it can anyway and uh 
I got actually, you know, as kind of as you were like talking, I was kind of thinking like, so the beginning, like what what got you said obviously John Cena is the reason why you got into wrestling. So when when did you start watching? When what is that what is that thing that pulls you into uh to the craziness of uh of professional wrestling? <laughs> um yeah, honestly it was flat out John Cena. Uh okay. I started watching Ruthless Aggression era. So I okay. Attitude Era, I only know from what particular videos i see not that yep. i actually you know lived through it unfortunately yep. i didn't um i wish i would have loved to but i was an, i'm a 90s baby so yeah. um by the time that i like started to know what i like and what i didn't like um i just happened to really like wrestling um john cena was the main reason why i wanted to get invested um and it kind of just took off from there it was when he was doing his whole word life uh gimmick i loved it i don't know what it was but <laughs> i really enjoyed it and i was like i like that he talks shit on the mic uh you know and he just you know rhymes <laughs> so, Doctor yeah uh... <laughs> and i think the biggest the other thing that i really enjoyed was any time that he would show up at a rival city he would wear the uh when he would show up to a city he would wear the rival jerseys so oh, yeah, i yeah, loved right. when he used to that's do right. that and i loved it when he came to la um, you know, obviously you want to, you want to, you know, troll and stuff and him being a Boston Celtics fan, it would just like topped it. So, um, yep. I, but it was him. I think just, I, for me, it was just the bad guy Cena, um, that really attracted me and I really yeah. liked it. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was comedy, which is how I also liked crime time because you know, the whole gimmick, uh. like. I, I think it's just the rapper vibe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a big. Are you a big? Uh, are you a hip hop? Uh, like I uh, was at that time. Yeah, I, I was I... at that time. Now I'm more. At, I think like since uh, Daddy Yankee and Gasolina, I've been a reggaeton yep. fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now more than ever for like the last ten years. So, uh, but okay. yeah, at that time I was very much so into hip hop music. Um, and just any type of English music at that point. Um, yeah. But I really liked that they were incorporating something that was more of that I could relate to. Like, you know, yep. like, you know, so it was just I was like, I thought it was pretty cool. So I like that when he started flipping to, you know, his baby face to mm -hmm. the PG. Um, yeah. I didn't hate it personally because it actually cut it. it it was like tied to like my childhood things that I was going through and stuff like that. Yeah. So Cena has been a very huge part of the reason why I stay committed to wrestling, just his character and things like that. And even the way that he developed, a lot of people may not have liked it. They didn't like yep. that. He went from the FU to the uh, attitude adjustment. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I understood it. Um, him yep. being the person that has the most make a wish at the make a wish foundation yeah. that hits home because That's impressive. I had a sibling that, you know, went through that, um, that, you know, was one of, you know, somebody that was able to get a wish off of that foundation. Yeah. So I under, I understood everything that he's represented along the way. So I think that's what kind of mm -hmm. get me, got me committed to that particular person, but don't get me wrong. Randy Orton was like right behind him. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that I was going to ask you like the other like, suppression era People like you know Randy Orton and, and a lot Brock of people Lesnar like too. Batista and Batista. Brock Lesnar, but for me, guy. was Randy Orton. Yeah, I mean Randy Orton. I mean Randy Orton's great, man. He's hopefully. I mean, there's rumors of him returning at some point, so that'd be great. But uh, yeah, I was always I was a Batista guy. Um, I walk alone. I still listen to that. That the his theme song is yeah. amazing. Um, 
that whole album. Top what's tier. it called? Uh, I forget the I name of the know. album. It's yeah, like an album with all their like um, all the rock songs or all the theme songs okay, that they have. Yeah. Um, that I still bump that song. It's it's I Walk Alone is probably one of the greatest. I think everyone has it on their Spotify <laughs> playlist. Oh, of course, it's it's. I mean, come on, you, yeah. can't, you can't hate it. Um, but uh, so you actually that's a good point because about John Cena because we we kind of talked about this with uh with Justin um because you know he was you know if you know Justin you know his his stance on uh on John on old Johnny Boy John <laughs> Cena but uh I think you know just from you saying that um the the people that didn't like grow up watching John Cena are the ones that aren't going to be fans of John Cena mm-hmm. like like now you now you are because you know, obviously he's, he's he's in Hollywood he's doing movies now and you know like you said the it, it's either that or the make a wish like him being the most you know make yeah. a wish um uh person out there like you you love him for you love him just for more than what he did in the ring and his time ring. in WWE now and I think that's what uh, a lot of people miss like I didn't I didn't watch wrestling when he was in it I kind of watched it towards like CM Punk you know him started you know, roll in and then like you know the pipe bomb and all that stuff and then yeah. like that's when obviously it was in full like people booing John Cena mode but like mm-hmm. I think you like in order to appreciate you know wins we riot yeah that, that that thing <laughs> I mean I was a, I was a RVD I was a, that was another guy that I was like a huge fan of was RVD um so but it, like I think you had to like be with John Cena at the beginning of his entrance and then like all the way through in order to get it's the same thing with CM Punk. Yeah. I feel like if you yeah if, if you're I watching agree. CM Punk now or like you know even you know six years ago or seven you're years not ago, gonna like him. You're not gonna understand yeah. CM Punk. But if you're watching him from then to now it's like wow this guy's a this guy's an asshole geez like who like who would wanna who would who want to be in his company but yeah. if you knew who he was like before like an ROH and then you know him going into the WWE and the you know the trials and tribulations he had to go through because they didn't really want him there in the beginning yeah um, he had to kind Going of like fight his ECW way as well yeah like yeah with the ECW and being you know him being that like the face of ECW essentially and then like and then if you like come in afterwards when he's like you know the pipe bomb and then like people kind of like them and then him leaving and all that stuff it's like you're not going to get who he is yeah um, and I think that's the same thing with with uh with with uh John Cena it's like you don't get his character unless you actually watch him from the beginning all the way till now so um, I kind of like that uh, perspective that you gave on that because I haven't, I don't think I've ever interviewed anyone that's actually um, actually watched John Cena during the Ruthless Aggression era up until uh-huh. now. But yeah, I mean, anyone else on the Ruthless besides Randy Orton? Were you like a Brock Lesnar? Um, I think Brock Lesnar at first I wasn't. Yeah. Um, it took me a couple returns. <laughs> 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 a, couple, a couple of returns before um i actually became a full fan but like right now i think the best version at least for me personally because i love how goofy he's being yeah um yep. is cowboy uh lesnar i think yeah. so far this has been um my favorite version of him like him just coming out and like smiling but still being like you know that badass yeah um but at first it took me it I wasn't, I don't know. He didn't sit well with me for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Cause he, yeah, he really didn't have a, yeah, I think, I think it's fun now. Cause he's actually being who he is. I think um, that, that, cause that's, if you ever, if you watch his interview on um, with Pat McAfee, um, that's literally who he is. He's like, kind of yeah. like, mm-hmm. he's not, he's like antisocial. He's not like 
not the most social guy. He doesn't like go out of his way to like, you know, do like meet and greets and all that stuff. He yeah. likes to say to himself and which is a and downside. I, yeah, I know. I mean, I would love to meet him. Yeah, my uh, my one of my buddies met, uh, not met him, but seen him at a hotel and like try to like get a picture. Like he was, I guess he was like on his phone. And now my buddy's like, oh my god, it's Brock Lesnar in the hotel. So like he like gets within like enough shot to do like a selfie. Um, there's like while Brock Lesnar's out looking, and I guess as he was doing it, like Brock turned and was like, Are you for real? And my friend was like, I'm sorry, just <laughs> ran off. He was like, Dude, I never ran so fast in my life. Like he could have killed me in that right there. Like, I it, it was swear. Like, <laughs> I think he's like he's that scary, but I mean, come on, it's him. Like, how do you like I'm you can't miss that moment? Yeah, I told him I'm, I'm sure if like when he was off the phone, maybe if you walked up afterwards and then and like ask him, he wouldn't yeah. the worst he would have said was no. no but like yeah. to try to catch him. And then him walk away and still do it. I'm just yeah, kidding. and so like try to catch him and then he like turns and sees you and like now yeah. you're like scared that he's gonna like murder you on the spot is 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 crazier. But um I wanna I kind of want to skip because we, you know, we're obviously talk a little bit of wrestling. Um, are you a fan of uh, what the women are doing now? And re- not not just obviously WWE, but every all over. Like, what is it? What is your stance on women's wrestling as you see it right now? Do you think it's on a downswing and upswing? Do you think um, it's kind of it, even? I think TV wise, I mean, I would love to see more women. Obviously, um, with WWE, of course, we're starting to see it a little bit more than what we used to. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, in, you know, an AEW, uh, but I think Impact is doing a very wonderful job with the women. Oh, yeah, team. definitely. Uh, you know, the Indies is doing a phenomenal job with the with the women. Uh, they're allowing them, you know, now you're starting to see from city to city, state to state. Now you're starting to see more all women shows. Um, yep. Not everyone may agree with it, but I like that right now there is a main focus on the women because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, this is networking, uh, you yep. know, allowing all these women to be with, amongst each other and being able to wrestle each other. That brings eyes to not only that promotion, but all these other wonderful women that, you know, can travel from state to state, depending yep. on who's traveling from where. So I think right now they're killing it. Um, I love what SoCal, the SoCal women are doing here. A lot of them are very they're amazing. They're great. And we're just lucky to see them right now. Cause you know, you see a lot of these girls like Shotzi being, you know, from California, I think she's from the Bay area, yeah. uh, you know, being able to go into WWE and flourish so well, um, you know, you want to be able to see more women uh, be out there. I think right now they have a WWE has a very large roster of women as AEW as well. So I feel like just getting them on TV is the the biggest concern. Um, getting them more spots on you know the, throughout the show. Um, but I think right now they're doing great, and I think it's only getting better. Um, but I love what they're doing that they're allowing them to have you know women based shows, and you can see what they can bring to the table. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I want to get into that too, like, because you, like you said, you travel a lot. You you go to a lot of like the like local wrestling shows and stuff like that. Like, how did that come about? Like, how did you start getting involved with uh, with your local you know wrestling promotions, uh, uh, promotions and stuff like that? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I I don't know how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. <I> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, it was. Um, I honestly, 
I don't, I don't know. I just, I started going to shows. I started posting clips, posting pictures with them, um, you know, things like that. And it just went from there um, where I, they were allowing me to come in and, um, you know, film a show or, you know, do anything like that. But um, I, it was literally from like one day to the next, but also my biggest leap as well with working with promotions was also um, with Lucha Libre Online. Um, when they opened their doors for me, uh, my doors, you know, everywhere were allowed, you know, I was allowed the opportunity to, uh, to go in and, and represent them. So I think they also had a very, very huge part on what I do in the, um, in the independence, uh, scene. Um, I don't know what I do, but, <laughs> but I do it. Um, I, but right now I think for me, I, I just enjoy going to the shows, filming, and I enjoy editing. Like, um, I think that's one of my main focus where I kind of want to continue growing. Um, but it slowly happened from like me just posting their matches, um, and like tidbits and stuff like that. My other question for you is I seen that you start that you got involved in one of the shows um <laughs> recently <laughs> with the uh little uh light light tube action there. Like how, how did that uh how did that come about? Um honestly, well the whole backstory of uh because obviously a lot of people just see that tiny tidbit. Uh yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I had one of my friends go on there and was like, How are you always getting yourself involved in something? It's like uh, you're getting out of control. And I'm like, first of all, I was in self-defense. <laughs> but the whole our our whole backstory to um what happened was uh that I was basically tired of him uh trying to overpower my hosting. So I was hosting okay. the show. Yeah. Um, and he's the original host. Um, so the whole thing th throughout the show, me and him were just going back and forth, throwing shots at each other. Um, you know, <laughs> not literal <laughs> shots, but yeah, no, literally exactly. just going back and forth, just wording each other off. Um, and then it went on through intermission um, where it got really, you know, deep. Uh, so by the end, it was just more of like, I'm tired of your shit. Shut up. Uh, so, yeah. And, um, you know, and they, I had a backup L.A. He, wa he wanted to uh, talk down on L.A. because he's from the Bay. Uh-uh. No, we're not doing that here, sir. <laughs> you got to represent. Yeah. So that was fun. But um, as, you know, I mentioned earlier, like death matches, um, death match shows and stuff like yeah. that. Honestly, it was... Uh, it was like the the fan in me that was like something to check off my uh, my bucket list. So was that was that uh, was that frightening at all to do that to hit somebody in the head with the uh... I yeah <laughs> I, I I don't care what anyone says, but no, at the end of the day, like you know, um, any you know, if, if I would have hit him and you know in in a certain way, um, or yeah. if, you know, or like right in his face, like you know, that's it's horrible. Um, yeah. So I think that was like my biggest thing where I'm just like, ah, oh, shit. I mean, you know what? Let me do it. And I was like, let me swing from up here because <laughs> there's no way I'm, I'm not doing none of that. No, I'm, I'm going up here and there's no way in hell it's going anywhere <laughs> under your head. So um, that was, it was, uh, there was a little bit of nerves doing it. Um, yeah. But did they, did they give you any, like, uh, like any direction or they were just like, Hey, here's us. Just go out there and, and do it. Yeah. It was just go out there. It was super last minute. It was super last minute. It was literally oh, okay. probably like uh, right when that, that last match started. 
um, they were like, hey, you're down. And I was like, fuck it. Let's That's do awesome. it. <laughs> is, that, is that the first time you've is that the first time you've done that? Or is I've got involved in a match or um no, I feel, it's not the first time. No, because I feel like yeah, because I I from remember it, I feel like I, I've seen you get involved in other matches before. Is that something you know, is that something that do you like it's, imply to do it or is it, no. is it something that they ask you to do? Is it yes. like it's so I'm very open. Like when I go to shows and they ask me, like, um, if I'm there to film, I'm there to film. But yeah. uh, in this particular case, I'm the director of authority. So in the general, the general manager, in yep. other words, for this promotion. Um, so it was not my idea. I was just I showed up <laughs> and we were just like, what are we doing today? Let's go. And everything um, like they were just like, hey they pulled me to the side and like you're down to do something more involving and me i'm hella open to it um yeah will i ever train as a professional wrestler the answer is no <laughs> next question i was like hey, did, you, did you get the bug do you want to you want to hit the, no, the adrenaline take- honestly is insane um i see why they love to do it i see why um they continue to push themselves to um, you know, go, get back out there and always yeah. better their craft. I see why. Like honestly, like that. I, that was the first time that I ever had been involved in that particular um thing. It was. Yeah. I uh came in as a ref. Um, I counted my one, two. It was a two. He decided to touch my hair. Okay, we <laughs> oh, don't boy. do that. We don't. Nope. We don't do that. Um, it took me like an hour to like you know do right before the show. <laughs> so I was like, boy, sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so I had to smack him real quick and then it was a one, two, three, had to get out of the ring. Um, because it was not my fault. He decided to mess with my hair. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that was the first time I got involved, uh, but the live tubes, that was more hardcore. So I think yeah, like me going geez. from ref to like full death match mode, like yeah, it's that's... insane. The adrenaline <laughs> is different. <laughs> I will say that. Well, you like, uh, give me another one. I want to do another one. But give me another look- one. Low key, I would have done another one. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't like, like you, you can tell. Uh, like, so, so let's recap. So, no, no, no bumps from you. No hitting the ropes. No light tubes to your head uh, at all. Probably. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, um, I think there was one time I did say I'm down to go through a table, but who knows? <laughs> Emma, I mean, see, you know what? If I had to pick something to do, it might be that a table yeah. might not be as bad. Light tubes, shards, a ladder. Who knows? I think that would definitely have to be hella drunk for me to offer a ladder. Do that. (laughs) I mean, not that I would. Not that I'm like the most hardcore guy ever. Those edges, or you know, they look. uh, No matter how you land, no matter how you land. Okay, so I I don't know, but let's think. Would would you do thumbtacks? Oh hell no! No, (laughs) what about professionals? What about we'll take a step down? What about Legos? Have you ever seen? Where they oh, put, they jump out the Legos. Those that. hurt like hell. Have you ever feet. stepped on a Lego? Yeah. Not on my feet. I was going to say, not on yeah, my feet. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's, yeah. I mean, thumbtacks is one thing. Legos, <laughs> I think, are far worse than any thumbtack yeah. could ever uh, exactly. But maybe, maybe. Just because I know they're not they're, they're not going through my skin. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, definitely. Um, but honestly, like, the stuff I haven't really, I've never kind of put myself out there. It's yeah. just more of like they've asked if I'm down and I'm just like, let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I think, like I said, a table might be safe. Um, thumbtacks, definitely not. Anything with like sharp yeah. edges or 
Any yeah, barbed wire, all of that. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I like, no, no, I, I'll, I'll, I'll watch somebody who's down to do it, but me. No pizza no. cutters, nothing like that. No, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, nothing that will scar me. Oh my God, man. I, I don't, I don't know how, uh, you know, like Matt Cardona and uh, SDL, how they, uh, they frequent GCW, man, as much as they, uh, they just, I think they secretly like doing those shows. It's like, especially with like Nick Gage, like he's like the, obviously like the, know. you know, if you want to say like the, the, the Hulk Hogan or the, uh, or the rock of, uh, of uh death match wrestling right now. He's like yeah. the, uh, he's the it guy. And if you're going to do a match, I mean, it would definitely he's be, the I think the same. Matches. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, I want to skip back a little bit because you did mention that you were a fan of uh, horror movies, and um, what? So, what are the what are the other interests that you love besides, you know, wrestling? Oh, um, well, I like to craft. I think I mentioned that earlier. I'm yeah. a very crafty person. I like to do a lot of DIYs. I think I focus a lot of my time on what my next project is. So far, right okay. now, I kind of slowed down. Um, just with a lot of stuff in general, um, it's been a little bit overwhelming because I, I overthink. I'm an overthinker. I'm always thinking what I can do next. What's my next move? What's yep. my next project? Um, but I'm, I like to craft. Um, those are one of my biggest, I think, hobbies aside from, from wrestling. Um, aside from that, I read here and there. Um, I started picking up reading about two years ago. Um just kind of needed something else than a screen. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> so, um, so I like to do that on my downtime, especially like when, especially when it comes to traveling um, and I'm not the one driving or especially, obviously I'm not a pilot. So um, yeah. I get to sit down a lot. So I get to just pull out my book. Um, sometimes reception is horrible in some of the airports um, or in some of the areas that I'm traveling through. Uh which is just in California. It's not too much or yeah. Vegas here and there. Um, but there's some areas that you don't get that greatest reception for like, you know, a couple minutes. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, I just like to take that moment to kind of like just sink in a book. Um, but aside from that, music, gym has been uh, my latest commitment for the last year, um, I would say, uh, especially more within like the last six months. So mm-hmm. um, I spent a lot of my time there. Um, at least two to three hours for five days a week yeah. uh, weekends if I have time uh, I think <laughs> that has been one of my major uh, my major uh, commitment roles lately aside from anything is just helps me to distress from you know a very overwhelming day I work a regular nine-to-five job which is how yeah. I maintain my lifestyle to <laughs> uh, you know wrestling does not pay me I so I you know do a lot of the stuff just for fun, like, um, you know, a lot of the shows and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I think so far, uh, Jim has been my main, my main squeeze lately. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so as, as far as like um, horror movies and stuff like that, do you have a favorite, do you have a favorite franchise or a favorite movie? Um, um, favorite villain, Freddy Krueger would forever be my favorite because he was the first man I was ever afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all were definitely. Um, I think I was just going uh, over this conversation with someone in the week over the weekend regarding two horror movies. So um, yeah, Freddy uh, Freddy Krueger has been a major part. Uh, Chucky and Tiffany 
would okay. also be my top my top list. Um, uh, and any paranormal, I'm a huge paranormal fan. I'm a huge fan oh, of boy. witches, um, all of that. Also, you know, I, I like a little bit of everything. I like the sci-fi stuff, absolutely. But I okay. think I'm more into the paranormal and um, and witches and all of that stuff. I'm a huge fan of the Vampire Diaries. If people, okay. anybody sees my, uh, my stories, I tend to watch the Vampire Diaries at least once a year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right now I recently started it. I'm season one. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a huge fan of just like, just long, like long series. I'm a Grey's Anatomy fan. Um, so I do a lot of that, but I just rewatch a lot of these old shows, friends, everything. Um, movies, not so much only because I think I, except if it's Titanic, I can sit through that at least once a month or at least once a week, um, and not have an issue with it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Jeez. Very, I'm very committed to Titanic. Um, honestly (laughs) have been since the third grade for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I think that would be my two top would definitely be uh i love michael myers too i I think i just like Mm. the classics i'm a huge Ghostface fan uh too uh so but again going back to what i mentioned saw oh so great yeah coming Um, back can't wait like i like the sci-fi jeeper oh jeepers creepers lord this man owned me during middle school, man. Uh, you know, it was just I, I love when I'm when I get a good scare off of a character. Um, yeah. I think like when there's certain things about it just makes you feel a little bit more. Uh, yeah. so I think I those are like the classics definitely because they had like a tie to my childhood and growing up and feeling yep. like these characters were actually like, you know, real. Um, so I don't know, I feel like they're very good. A lot of the there's a lot of good movies nowadays. I think. Um, what about uh anything any new horror like franchises that you're that you're into um, at all or any new definitely characters? The Conjuring is very okay good. okay. I love yeah, it's been a good franchise so far. I haven't seen the la- these last ones. I really want to watch the Nun. The Nun is the only franchise I have not seen at all. Okay, and yeah, me neither. So I'm just, I've heard this, that this last one is kind of, is okay, it's good. Yeah. Um, haven't seen it, but um, definitely The Conjuring has been uh, a big part lately. Uh, yeah. The ones that I've kind of been following. Um, but aside from that, uh, another franchise that I'm really into, mm, not horror related, but I would say I follow a lot of, well, anybody that knows me knows I am obsessed with Harry Potter. Uh, okay. Yep. That's it. I mean... I'm a Harry Potter fan, so yes, exactly. <laughs> and if you're not, you're weird. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, and then uh, Fast and the Furious. I'm a huge Fast oh, and the Furious. Of fan. course, that's a that's I mean that's a staple. Uh, yeah, uh, since the early 2000s, definitely. Um, yeah, I've been uh, I've been really getting into for horror uh, the VHS series. I'm really into a bunch of the yeah, first such, one had me like such a. Yeah, the cut the last couple ones were like okay, um, but the yeah, there's a new one coming out, and then uh, Terrifier, or if you ever seen that, the you know the the clown somebody there. we were talking about it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god, yeah. It's, so it starts. So the first movie's all all Hallow's Eve. That's where he first you know appeared um, on this like 
weird VHS tape that this kid gets while he's trick or treating, and you know they pop it in, they watch it. It's kind of like an it's almost like VHS. It's like it's like an anthology series with different stories, but he's tied into every single story, but they're all different stories. But then the Terrifier movies, it's more focused on him as a, as like it's it's the second one is like the probably one of the most goriest movies I've ever seen oh. in my life. It's it's pretty if you like it's not a like it's it's a gore movie. It's not really like a scary movie. It's more like yeah. like a gore fest. Like like people get cut open, you know, organs yeah. being pulled out, blood all oh, over the place, geez. that type of stuff. So like okay. yeah, it's um and it's very it's very graphic. Um Ooh. creepy and graphic and that that's the smile of that if you I, I, if you're if you're not a, if you're afraid of clowns, definitely don't suggest watching the movie because I know okay. there are people that because have... I am afraid of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> I hate clowns. See? Uh, that's um, a big no no for me. Yeah, so but yeah, I did I did sit through it and all of that. Um, oh, so, okay, so that's not too bad. I mean, yeah, it was like scary. I'm afraid of them if they're like you know around me, like legit. Um, you know, within my you know, if I can smack you, you're too close. Yeah. Uh, you know, but TVs and all that, <laughs> like if I can look away, I'm good. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was. But clowns is a one. I don't mess with that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely don't suggest uh, going on YouTube. And I think it was like around two, 2015, 2016, when they were doing like there was a lot of like. For some people reason, clowns. As... Yeah, people dress up as clowns and standing across people's houses and like. I used to say, I was like, people. if somebody did this to me, I was like, I would, I would beat them. I was I like, think... I do not care who you are. I know you are not gonna be. No, that that was, what, was when that trend was going on. I hated life. <laughs> it was for the. Uh, I think it was for like it was like a campaign for the It movie at the when the when the, the remake was coming out, and nobody knew what the hell was going on. It was like. Uh, you know, balloons like the red balloons. People are yeah. tied to like the oh, um, no. crates. Um, Sheena Chick Foley. Uh, she on the earlier shows she spoke about that because she's a Halloween fanatic. And in her old neighborhood, they did that. They uh, went out late one night and they tied a bunch of balloons like on their street. They went down and tied you know tied the red balloons to everyone's uh, <laughs> nope. going down the street. Nope. So people would look out their windows and just see like floating balloons and stuff like that i would have like <sighs> i would have moved out of the neighborhood if yeah. uh, something like that happened i would have been gone already. i would have been long gone nope <laughs> i just seen them set up like nope bye give me my notice uh, <laughs> i'm um, horrible with clowns uh, no, i know no. oh man geez no i mean like i said i could sit through clown stuff i'm not like entirely i can sit through paranormal but, stuff but let a let see, clowns i can't sit through any of that I, I can't i went through the i went through the zach bagans uh museum and yeah. the whole museum, I was fine until we had to go through a clown section. I closed my eyes walking through there. I was like, nope. I was just following the crowd. I was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. Not today, Satan. <laughs> see, I'm, see, I'm opposite. I was I like, I'll watch. go through everything else. I'm just like, let, let a ghost pull my leg. Cool. But I'm not going through that clown. Yeah. See, like, I, I'm opposite. I can watch clown stuff. I can't really watch, like, some paranormal activity movies I can watch. Some of them I can't get. I don't know. It's I don't know what it is. It's something just innate in me that I can't like. It's it's. I think it's a suspense. Yeah. Like they do like the long drawn out like suspense scenes that I really can't. It it just makes me really uncomfortable, and I just like I, I tap out at some point. And you hear the bass, but then there's nothing. Yeah, I just need to. <laughs> I just need to be scared right away. I can't. I can't take when it's like you know the it's camera's just like panning back and forth, and it's like doing it for like two minutes, and there's nothing there, and then like. You'll see like something goes, move slightly and then it goes back. And then 
And I'm just like, you know what? I get it. I can't, I can't take it. I got to <laughs> shut it off. But, um, but, but, uh, before we, before I let you go, definitely got to get to the name. What did the name heel Liz come from? Oh, um, honestly, it wasn't anything specific. Um, I've just, aside from John Cena's baby face, but I, like I mentioned, what attracted me was him being heel. Um, the me being a huge Randy Orton fan. Yeah. Um, so okay. I think just me being fan of the bad guys, I guess yeah. you can say. Okay. Um, right. I was just like, and when I watch movies like Batman and Joker, I'm a Joker fan all the way. Um, I just, okay. just something about it. Um, they just seem more real. <laughs> like, it's just genuine. They, like, you know, rip off the bandage to something that they're just trying to say, you know, straightforward, get to the point, you know, type of thing uh, that yeah. I really like. A dominant role I really yeah. like. So, um, you know, baby faces, depending on what it is, but starting off, it's more of like, you know, you're the pushover type thing. And yep. um, I just liked, you know, them just being the bad guy, being able to make kids cry like Sasha Banks did. Um, <laughs> you know, so, like I'm, I'm all about the dark humor too. So it's just, I don't know. I really like it. Um, so I think it just came more from that. And I, it was just more of like knowing the, uh, you know, the baby face and the heel term where I was yeah. like, huh. I was like, well, heel. And the crazy thing is that this used to be my username for my personal page, but then yeah. I changed it on um, because it wasn't a wrestling page. And yeah. eventually when I opened my wrestling page, I was like, I wonder if this name is still available. Um, and <laughs> I just, from there, I just took it on. And then when I started seeing people at shows that I was meeting online um, and they would refer to me as heel Liz. I'm like, huh, I hate the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, it just became my, my name uh, basically. So I don't have a last name, but uh, first name heel, first name Liz. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's fine. Enough. That's all you need in the, uh, in the world of professional wrestling. Definitely. You don't need a, you don't need a last name. Um, exactly. Some would, some would disagree, <clears throat> but um, <laughs> what do you, uh, what, what are your plans for, for your like brand? Like, do you, do you, do you see like, I, I mean, if it's not that you could talk about, if you have any deals in, in place, that's fine. But like, oh. do you have anything like, are you looking to like, are you looking to get in somewhere? Are you looking to make it bigger? Are you fine where you are right now? Like what's, what are your plans for, uh, for Hill is overall? Um, uh, at least for me overall, I think, this year alone, I have hit a lot of my major goals that I wanted to hit um, for my page in general. Not that it, it's a main focus to be like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, something. I'm just like, but if the opportunities happen to be handed to me, obviously, like, yeah. you know, as a fan, you want to check things off your bucket list. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, all the wrestlers that are up there, they're checking off that off their bucket list, plus additional stuff that come under it, um, okay. you know. So it's kind of like. For me, I'm just what uh, I'm want to open myself up more to the industry, of course. But where I want to go exactly, honestly, um, I think for for Liz, just Liz, not heel Liz. Um, I think it's just I love doing the backstage, you know, backstage stuff, uh, yep. getting to know, you know, the wrestlers and things like that, and being able to uh, showcase them in a unique way. Each one of them on my social media. Um, but I think overall for Heal Liz, I just want to continue to open my platform to uh, give more eyes to SoCal wrestling. Um, mm -hmm. That's my main focus, has been my main focus since, you know, being a, a part of 
being more involved in the um, independent scene and stuff like that. But Heel is just kind of wants to open up eyes to SoCal wrestling. Uh, there's a lot of great wrestlers out here, uh, yeah. you know, killing it, um, doing great. Uh, so I just, you know, whatever I can do to, uh, you know, get more eyes out here um, is great. Aside from that, I mean, even mainstream shows, you know, AW, for example, was the one promotion that a lot of us were trying to get out here for many years and the pandemic yep. hit you know, everything and it never came around until just last year they had their first show. And now California is getting two pay-per-views in a year, yeah. uh, you know, so being able to, to be like, Hey, we like wrestling too, you know, like yeah. the wrestling, you know, fan base is still huge out in LA. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not the only content creator out here that, um, you know, likes to expose the, uh, the independent scene out to social media. There's so many great um, other uh, pages that are SoCal based as well that, yeah. you know, are also helping bring eyes out to, you know, here, not only people that are just legit fans, but people that are, you know, haven't been watching for years and are, yeah. you know, now they're seeing a clip go around from somebody that they follow um, because they're covering, you know, other stuff. Like I have friends that cover other things other than wrestling where they're bringing eyes to a community that is not used to seeing wrestling anymore. So yeah. um, I think it's just, you know, doing that um, or like just trying to find more open-minded people um, even more. So like WrestleMania, for example, when we came around, a lot of people traveled from out of state and we're wondering like, Hey, what promotions are out here? And me being able yep. to like list promotions, like, Hey, yeah, go here, awesome. go here, go here, go there. You know, this promotion, this promotion and all that stuff, which is why I, you know, my stories are sometimes mostly filled with all these posters and all these flyers, just letting people know on, um, you know, wrestling is, you know, very active out here, you know, support, yeah. you know, indie wrestling, it helps, yeah. all, you know, it helps them, you know, grow a, a base, you know, wrestling community in their city. But not only that, it helps the independent wrestlers as well. Um, with moving forward with what they want to do with moving forward with their dreams and, you know, wanting to get eyes, you know, from particular promotions to like, you know, reach out to them and stuff like that. So I yeah. think just for me is just uh, continuing and opening that platform um, and keeping my platform large, you know, for, for that to be able to happen. Uh, but just being part of the community itself, like it's been amazing. Um, everyone's great. Um, as much as people like to, you know, talk bad about some fans, like how bad it could be. Like everyone's great. It's just, it's a little alcohol. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, <laughs> I was like, but everyone, everyone's super nice out here. Um, everyone's a fan. Um, yeah. I think, you know, this last show that I had gone to, aside from, you know, getting the opportunity to go up to the Bay Area um, to, you know, host a death match, you know, show or death, sh uh, you know, full of like all these hardcore matches. Yeah. Um, but you have like, you know, all the women's matches that was, you know, Melina's a commentator. Like, dude, yeah. when the hell do you get to see WWE legend Melina? Um, true. You know, like. True on a on a saturday night like very rare that's very exactly rare, yeah so um you know stuff like that and it, uh, like maybe some people may have not even known about that promotion you know yeah. stuff like that so um i think for me it's just getting getting eyes out more in california like hey there's legit promotions out here killing it yeah. um and you guys are missing out <laughs> yeah no definitely you know what the 
you know, um, that's actually a good point because you, I think that's what I appreciate about your page the most is that that's something that you do focus on is your, you know, your local, your local wrestling and your local wrestling organizations um, and the people within those organizations. And I think that's, that's very important as far as, uh, you know, you know, continuing what's going on now with like, you know, with all these different promotions that are around right now. Um, now the focus can be on, you know, you know, the smaller promotions and get the eyes on, on those, uh, the ladies and gentlemen that are, you know, running those promotions and working within those promotions. Um, I always say definitely support your local um, wrestling shows because those are the funnest awesome. things you'll see. Especially the like, they're, 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 you, yeah, they're great. You, they're absolutely, they're amazing, but you will also see people that are coming up to AW. Yes. Yep. You know, yep. like, uh, or even they, like I said, WWE, like you have Shotzi in WWE. Yep. Brody, um, Brody King came out literally from my neck of the woods, like, five, yeah. 10 minutes away from me, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and is now in AEW, like, you know, you, Samoa Joe's from Huntington Beach, yeah. uh, you know, and so it's like all of these guys, you get to see them. I I literally have like a throwback video and sitting on my phone of me seeing uh, Swerve against Benta Cero Miedo at an indie show right before AEW. Um, really? So it's like you get to see all of these amazing people, you know, locally and stuff. Mm -hmm. Talking about Penta and um, Free Phoenix, they have their own store in Pasadena, California, where they host shows. Wow. Um, and sometimes they have, you know, some of, you know, AEW stars come out here and it's just a regular indie show. You go in and um, not regular because it's pretty lit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but um, like the last show, I mean, who opened up? Chavo Guerrero opened up. Like you know, you have That's legends awesome. like that coming into indie shows and stuff. Um, PCW, for example, um, you know, had Rhino come in, um, and I had the opportunity to talk to him. Just like, yeah. like there, indie shows have a lot to offer. Um, a lot of people just don't. They're like, oh, it's independent, or it's not like, yeah, you know, it's not like mainstream. I was like, if you're looking for the production, stay at home. I was like, but if you are actually looking for legit wrestling, I was like, and get to discover newer um, wrestlers and stuff, especially people coming up. Um, Nick Wayne, for example, I got to see him all over SoCal. And, you know, we all, so everybody here, like as fans, we were like, damn, like that kid's going to make it. And look at him. He's 18 yeah. years old and already yep. in there. Like, oh shit. Like, you know, um, yep. so like it's, it's, it's it's cool to see that um, it hits home more when you're like, oh, damn, like, you know, like, we like yep. seeing him pushing himself and, you know, doing it. And like now he's, you know, has a storyline on the main show, you know, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, so it's, get... it's legit super cool. And it's amazing. And you get to support these wrestlers as they're trying to chase that dream. Yeah, no, definitely. And, uh, the, you know, the the most recent one from my neck of the woods from Mass is uh, Carmelo Hayes. Uh, from NXT, he was he's amazing. He's my, I watched him all like literally pretty much every local show around here, like for the past, I mean, couple of years anyway, before he went into NXT anyway. And he mm -hmm. was, I, you could always like, you could kind of see like who the breakout, I didn't think it was going to be, I, I didn't think he was going to be like, you know, on NXT and then become the NXT champion, but you could definitely tell, like, I was like, yeah, this guy, he, he, he has definitely it. has something. You could, de you could tell yeah. who's, who's who. And, uh, yeah, I was I was I was pretty shocked. Like, you know, watching NXT one day, and I'm like, holy crap! I was like, I see that dude like so many times <laughs> at local shows, like yeah. like recently. And now he's in NXT. This is amazing. And that's and that's like you said that that connection there, um, and just having that like like sense of pride when you do see like someone that you've 
watched in the local area and then they show up on TV and you're like, holy shit, I supported this person. This is, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, one more question before I, this is my last question always before I end the show. Um, it's about wrestling. Um, and it's basically like kind of like, it's kind of like a trick question. Um, it's kind of <laughs> hard to answer. Uh, not really, but say there's somebody like a friend of yours, family member, not really into wrestling. They're like, nah, why do you, why do you still watch that? Don't you know it's fake? That type of person. Um, if, if you felt that you can pull them in with one match that you could show them that, that they're like, holy shit, I got to start watching this. What would that match be? Um, honestly, it changed to, um, and my recent would be the, uh, WrestleMania match with, uh, Bray Wyatt and John Cena. Mm. Um, that entire, I, and I know it's cinematic, um, likewise with other matches and stuff like that, but I think the beauty of it was just because of how well created it was. Yes. Um, and there was just so much, it was much more than just wrestling. So I think for me, and it's like how I like to explain it to people, uh, wrestling is a novella. Like at the end of the day, I don't care what anybody says, but it's yep. a novella. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think with that match and how well how well it was put out, um, I think it just identifies like how beautiful and artistic wrestling can be. Mm-hmm. So um, my and for me, my uh, maybe it's just me being biased because you know John Cena's life, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, and before that, it was. Uh, the John, uh, John Cena and uh, JBOA quit match in uh, 2007 on Judgment Day oh, was my favorite match. Is that the bloody one? Is that the one where they like just completely, yeah. just like, just, it was like a whole face blood. of blood. Oh my yeah. God. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's a brutal so, one. Yeah. But I think it was just like the storyline behind it. And b- besides John Cena and JBL, like they were legit. It was probably one of my favorite storylines yeah. um, or rivalries. Uh, it's just, them together was just i don't know it brought out a a a piece of cena that i really enjoy watching um so i'm but for me now it would just definitely be that match because of how how well put out it was um you know appreciating the late uh great gray wyatt um unfortunately you know his his passing we were all expecting him and hopefully you know getting another you know part two because especially with seeing cena back and stuff like that but um you know, but I think it was the fact that that match was even made, especially during the times that it was. Yeah. Um. It it was amazing. So I think for me that would be now the match that I would kind of bring out. And but I would have to mention that it is something that you have to be more open minded to and don't yep. expect complete wrestling. Um. But yeah. if it had to be full wrestling, like just uh, toe to toe. Damn. So many great people, but um, damn. Yeah. I told you it's hard. <laughs> it's, hard, it is hard. <laughs> it's a very hard question. Let me see. So, if I were to pull something up, um, I would say, um, Eddie Guerrero and Brock Lesnar. Ooh, okay, all right. I like that one too. That's actually really that's a that's an amazing, amazing match. That one that one has everything. It has yeah. Like I've heard a lot of answers. Obviously, that's because that's my last question I always ask. And I always I I don't think anyone's ever said the Firefly Funhouse match with John Cena and Bray Wyatt only because 
the one that the person that came close to it was was Justin because he said he would show someone it was a match on SmackDown like way back in the day with like it was uh, I think it was like Undertaker, Mankind, Triple H gets involved, Big Show gets involved, Steve Austin gets involved. It was a buried alive match, but he picked it because of all the craziness that's hap- that happens in this match, and it's yeah. not just a straight up wrestling match. It's just it just it just goes all over the place, and that's what you know the Firefly Funhouse match is a perfect representation of that because it goes all over the place. Granted, you might have to explain a little bit of who Bray Wyatt yeah. is and why <laughs> this is happening, but like other than that, like that match gives a perfect picture of what of wrestling is pretty much like it's it gives you the story it gives you the you know the background it gives you the drama it gives you a little bit of a match not so much but it gives you that psychology that uh that wrestling can give you too in a in a in a perfect like small package essentially no pun intended no pun intended (laughs) but um but anyway no definitely um this is great uh before i let you go definitely you know tell everyone where they can find you um well you guys can find me on all my social media platforms under heel.liz unless you are on twitter or x whatever it's called until it's free and y'all don't want to pay for it um (laughs) then it's (laughs) it's gonna it's a heel liz underscore uh but everything else heel.liz okay awesome um again thank you for thank you for coming on this is this is great definitely definitely would love to have you on again i feel like we can talk some more about i had some other questions i want to ask you but i did i have to i have to let you go but uh definitely i definitely if you would love to be on again i would definitely love to have you on uh, yeah absolutely not, yeah not to hold you to a uh <laughs> to a contracted uh appearance <laughs> on the show but no definitely uh again thank you um it was a pleasure having you on and uh this is this is fun Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I'm honestly, I'm honored like to be here. So thank you so much for even thinking of me for reaching out. I appreciate it. Um, and everyone listening, thank you guys for, you know, allowing this platform to, to be here for not only myself, but, you know, other content creators and other people in the wrestling community and stuff like that. So, um, and thank you guys for all the support that you guys show um, each and every one of us. Definitely. That's a perfect ending. I'll leave, I'll leave it there. I won't add anything else. And uh, we'll uh, thank you everyone for, you know, joining us on this audio journey and we'll uh, catch you down the road. Peace.